it's time to say hello again. Hello! And start our show again. Let's do that. And sing a song Hi, Betty White. Good morning, world. Uh, live from uh, my basement. Yeah, my basement. Because you can. Uh, so why the hell not? Welcome to it. It's the Milkman, John Milky. Uh, is today the last day? It's either the last day or the second last day uh, for voting in the Faces Magazine Awards. Uh, we are nominated for Best Radio Station once again. We were named Best Radio Station in Ottawa last year. If you'd be so inclined, we would really appreciate that. Not just me. Uh, but all who contribute here on BTR, Andre, DJ Dimoawi, JJ Johnson, Scotty Mars, who you heard from earlier, uh, the Night and Toss show will be along a little while. Rusty, of course, Rusty's Good Time Oldies, our club programming. Um, it, it's a little thing, but it really, really means a lot. And I don't know if you know this, but if you've been paying any attention to my social media lately, I'm, 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 I'm on a bit of a campaign to try and create the idea of teams and togetherness and leadership. God, how I'm craving leadership in the world. You know, and, and when I talk about leadership, I'm talking about the kind of leadership, if you've read, if you've read Simon Sinek at all, uh, it begins with why. Start there. His description of leadership. That's what I crave. I, you know, I, I got into it a bit this morning. I, I just, you know, <laughs> listen, I got into broadcasting because I liked music. Wanted to play fun songs and, you know, be a disc jockey. I never intended to get into political conversations and discussions. I mean, the whole Lowell Green thing, you know, which, which certainly has sparked something within me. I, in a million years, I never expected I'd be doing a show with someone like Lowell Green. I've always listened to him. I've always known who he is, of course, respected. I don't always agree with him. I still don't always agree with him. God, there's a leader. There's someone with passion. There's someone who knows how to stick in their lane. I respect the hell out of that, even if I don't agree with it. You know, and Lowell, Lowell went looking. He, he heard that he could do his show on the Internet. He went looking. And God love you, the listener. You said, talk to Milky. And he did. And he chose me. He could have gone a million places. He chose me. Um, and for a lot of technical reasons, look, as we discussed yesterday, Lowell, Lowell wasn't on the air on Tuesday. Why? He couldn't figure out how to turn his headphone volume up on his computer, right? So this is, and he'll admit the technology of all of this is overwhelming for him. Again, I respect that. <laughs> a leader will tell you what their strengths are not, and they will find people to put around them who can pick up that shortfall and run with it he he invited me to do the heavy lifting on the show the reading of the comments and i don't even know how it happened but suddenly he started asking me for my opinion and he started respecting it so here i find myself every now and then in these conversations about politics and convoys and reasons for and whatever else and you know what i'm, I'm really i'm not just to clear the air what i'm, I'm not trying to stir shit well i that's not true i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to create an environment where people hear things that they're not ordinarily thinking i recognize that by and large what i put out there is positivity is comedy is silliness 
his sexuality, his cheekiness. You know, that's 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 pretty much look, you know, and, and, and I'll admit I did it to myself, right? The whole kink thing and whatever else and, you know, live from swingers clubs and stuff. I listen, I, I like to think that adults should be able to be adults. Why not have swingers clubs? Why not have adult clubs? It's not your thing. Just don't go. But to ignore the fact that for, you know, a, a portion of, of the population, that's a thing. But anyway, I went down that rabbit hole and I think a lot of people kind of, they just, they just, they can't accept that, you know, yeah, that was conversations I was having 10 years ago. Like I'm not there anymore. I, I still respect it. I still champion it. Uh, I still believe what I believe that, you know, it, 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 it has every right to exist. But that's, that's, that's not who I am. Uh, you know, that's, that's not my, my be all end all. You know, I, I fell into being a business owner very accidentally. I never in a million years wanted to be a business owner. Ugh. That requires responsibility. It requires paying attention. I don't want any of that. I, I'm not good at that. I hate that. I'm a performer. That's all I ever wanted to do. But. Sometimes life doesn't go the way you dream it's going to be when you're 13 years old, right? And you have to end up doing things that come your way in order to survive or because they excite. And as a business owner in this country, look, I grew up from kindergarten all through school. I grew up in French immersion. My generation, in fact, I think the year that I was in kindergarten was the first year that French immersion was even offered in Canada. It was instilled in me the importance of understanding another language. And I'm so grateful for it. Now, listen, I used to be able to go and look, I did summer after summer after summer doing student exchanges in Quebec. I lived with families in Chicoutimi, Jonquière, Tedford Mines, Sherbrooke, Rimouski. I loved my time immersed in that culture, immersed in another province. It's just, I like people. My French is not what it used to be. I used to be able to speak French so well, you, you couldn't tell that I was an Anglophone. I don't think. And if you could, it was very, very minimal. But I look at this country now. You know, I got into a conversation with a buddy of mine this morning, a very brief conversation. He's from Ontario, but now lives out west. And he said he was shocked to see me saying some of the things that I'm saying. He never imagined that I would be seeing the world this way. Look. I think a lot of us in Ontario think of Canada as being Ontario East. Got Ontario, and then we got Quebec, and then we got the East Coast provinces. We got to stop looking at a map that way. There's a whole lot of Canada west of Ontario that I think a lot of us are ignorant of. It's, it's not exactly like Quebec here in Ottawa, <laughs> Quebec is, is a 10 minute drive, right? New York state is a, is a 45 minute drive. Vermont's an hour and something. Manitoba. What are you a day and a half, two days? So we don't think of, of the West. I, I believe 
that we've got to build a better team in Canada. I'm not talking hockey. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about team you and me. We're yelling at each other. We're screaming at each other. We're trying to be more right than the next person. We're not going to get anywhere. And this is, you know, when I step back and all, all the teachings that I've had through, you know, my dealings with mental health and, and, and my self-progression and coaching, etc. I look at things differently, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe that's just by virtue of the fact that I'm going to be 53 next month. I look at things differently than I used to. But my eyes are open, and 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 what I want is for. I, I I want, I want my country to win. I want you to win. I want you to win, whether you're in B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, P.E.I., Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, the Yukon, Nunavut, Northwest Territories. I want you to win. As long as we're yelling and screaming at each other, and this is my everyday, you have no idea what my inbox looks like. We had some technical issues getting Lowell on the air Tuesday. Now, yes, I would say the majority of people sent me a note very, you know, hey, where's Lowell? But, you know, easily 25, 30% of the notes that I got We're filled with expletives and anger. Where does that come from? You have to ask, where is this coming from? Do you have a financial investment in my radio station? Do you have a, well, some of you donate. So, you know, listen, the people who donate money on Twitch, etc. Yeah, I, 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 I listen to you more so than I do the average person. I know you're invested and I appreciate the investment. But the people yelling and screaming and cursing me out because Lowell wasn't on the air. Have you never experienced a computer issue at your house or your workplace? Have you never had a hydro outage? Have you never dealt with someone in their 80s trying to adapt to this new technology around them? Have you never been on the receiving end of a WTF expletive-filled rant from someone? Tone it down. What, what, what is it costing you if Lowell is not on the air today? Are you sponsoring his show? You should be. Have you stepped up and offered to take a look at my business here and invest in it? No. So what gives you the right to scream and yell and curse at me when... A 30-minute show isn't on the air for one day after being off the air for a couple of weeks because the man was dealing with some surgery. I'm trying so hard to find that balance on social media and in the conversations I have here. I want to keep it light always. that's, That's who I am at my core. I'm just a goofball. I love a good innuendo. I love a good fart joke. But that's just not where we are in the world right now. There's way too many things going on. I can no longer I, I can't any longer sit back and watch what is happening around us. And and it, listen, in Ottawa, we're insulated from so much of this by virtue of us being a public service town. Right? 
the government didn't do layoffs. When's the last time you heard of a round of layoffs in the government? They're hiring. You, you get a pension. You get a cost of living increase. That's very different from, again, when you look at the rest of this country and you look at it as a team, as a united front. That's, yeah, when I initially looked at this trucker convoy, I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of flags. I was, really, vaccines? But I took the time to look a little closer and dig a little deeper and, and, and ask a few more questions. Vaccines is the easy conversation. It's the sexy headline. It's the clickbait. I'm a small business owner. It's how I make my living now. Ain't nobody handing me a paycheck at the end of the week. I am begging. Begging. Literally. That's how I spend my day. I beg for every dollar somebody spends with me. I have to prove my worth, my value, undersell, over-deliver. That's my hustle. Beyond being on the air five hours a day, beyond then being on the air in another market every day, beyond being on the air in southern Ontario on the weekends, this is my hustle. Ain't nobody showing up at my door going, here's your paycheck this week. Here's your benefit. I don't have benefits. I have no benefits. None. Because I'm self-employed. Guess what? That restaurateur who has been shut down and shut down and shut down and shut down and shut down again through this. They're in the same boat. It's grossly unfair. Where's the support for them? Yes, I know there's been a little bit here and there, but they're losing their businesses. They're losing their life. And we got a prime minister who wants to belittle a movement. Look, I, I want things to go as peacefully as I, I do not want to see on Parliament Hill anything that resembles what we saw on Capitol Hill Last January. Nobody wants that. But ducking and hiding and refusing to hear from the people who put you in office? That's not acceptable to me. I'm sorry, it's just not. That's like if you really, really, something's really bothering you. Really bothering you about your job. And you want to speak to your manager. You want to speak to the person you report to. And you convey to them, look, I'm really concerned about something I saw in this graph, in this chart. I, I'm really concerned about uh, the mental health of an employee. I'm really, whatever the concern is. And the manager says to you, yeah, I'm going to go for lunch. Hell no. Our elected officials need to be held to a higher account. 
wait, I have a voice here. I have a platform and I'm trying to find that balance between keeping you entertained and keeping things light and doing the poo-poo and fart jokes and the innuendos and stuff, but shaking you up a little bit, not to make you angry, to get you engaged. I don't want to be more right than you. I don't want to be more wrong than you. What I want to find, where are the opportunities to have conversations that allow you and I to get to a middle ground? If we can get to a middle ground, can we build something on it? That's what I want. So, yeah, it, it, it's... it's <laughs> I, I sit there some mornings and I, you know, and the first thing I always want to do, I want to post something positive on my social media. That's just, it's something I choose to do because I think people need it. And I know I have the ability to deliver that. So that's the choice I make. But I can't ignore this political side of me that is suddenly very aware. I, and when I say I, I mean you as well. We are being treated like a source of income for the government to spend how the government wants to spend. And they are spending wildly on things that right now, they're not priority. They, uh, our government officials for decades have ignored the healthcare system. They have destroyed it. Not one person has stepped up and said, we need to fix this. Here's how we're going to fix this. Here's a plan. Let's debate the plan and let's come to some sort of consensus as to how this. We educate doctors and nurses in this country. Some brilliant minds born and raised right here. We give them the benefit of our education system. And then we let them go and practice in other countries. And then we've got government officials shutting down businesses and putting people out on the streets because the government couldn't get their crap together and fix, put more hospital beds in. The American healthcare system is so different from ours. You know that, I know that. It's a business in the States. And you can cringe at that all you want. The reality is, when they treat it like a business, and they do, they have enough beds. That's what a business does. If my restaurant is so successful that I cannot seat enough people every night, chances are I'm going to open a second location, or at least a bigger one. We keep punishing small business owners in this country. And every single person driving that truck, I'm willing to bet you, is a small business. They work for themselves. They take on a contract with this company. They take on a contract with that company to drive. They own the truck. They pay for the truck. And they're tired, man. They're tired. Carbon tax go, you know, gets added to their fuel. In a couple of months, 
gas prices are going to be 40 cents a liter more than they are now. Think about that. It was $1.42 when I drove past it this morning. How are you going to react when you see it at $1.82 tomorrow? Holy crap, right? I remember when it was, you know, 68 cents a liter. Yes. Well, now imagine, and you're just putting gas in your car to take your kids to school, do your groceries, etc. Imagine if that fuel you're putting in a vehicle is because that's how you earn your living. And now for every liter of gas you're burning, you're paying 40 cents more per liter? And another carbon tax is coming next year? You can only push people so far is what I'm saying. These people have been pushed so far. It ain't about vaccines. It started out as that. But look, 90% of these guys, these people, these truck drivers, they're vaxxed. And they know they have to be because they can't get into the states unless they're vaxxed. And they can't get out of the states and into this country unless they're vaxxed. They know that. It's a, it's, it, whether they agree with it or not, they, they know that. That is the condition of their employment. These people have gone through hoops to buy this truck, to try and provide for their family, to put gas in it, to get top security clearance. You can't get into the States with a Nexus card unless you're cleared, you know, secure, you know, with, with a security uh, waiver. And on and on and on it goes. We treat small business, blue-collar workers in this country like hell. We're just... And, you know, like Lowell talks about this a lot. We are just pretty much turning off the taps for our oil industry. We are one of the most oil-rich countries in the world. Look, yeah, I'm excited about a lot of the, you know, the, the new energy options that are out there. Electric cars, uh, alternate, you know, solar power. Et That's neat. We need to explore that. But we don't just turn the switch off on one and jump to the other. you you got to find a way to transition from one to the other. You want to know why Alberta is so angry? Think of all the jobs that rely on the oil industry. And we're just going to put them out of work? And then what? You and I pay more taxes. Because we now have to pay the unemployment benefits and provide these people with some sort of way to live. And on and on it goes, enough, enough, enough. I can't take any more. I cannot work any harder than I am. I cannot give any more of myself than I'm already giving. And this is why I'm standing back and I'm listening to what these people are saying. This is going to be a horrible weekend traffic-wise in this city. And I'm here to tell you, if you think it's only going to last a day or two, guess again. It's only going to get worse because our elected so-called leader doesn't want to sit down and even listen to one of them. That's disgusting to me. Like I said, that's in your workplace. You have a very valid concern that you want to bring to your boss's attention and your boss could not be bothered to sit down with you. Let the place burn. I'm going to lunch. 
can't do this anymore. Far too many of us can't do this anymore. What the hell is it going to take? But uh, listen, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to do my part to provide a space where we can share ideas, where it's not, no, it's, okay, I hear you, but what about this? Okay, interesting that you feel that way. What if I were to propose this? I want you to win. When you win, I win. And when I look at this this protest, I don't know what's coming. I, I you know, I don't know how big it's going to be or how it's not going to be. I got a million questions about this thing, but I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad it's happening because what I'm seeing is that after years and years and years of us not really paying any attention to what's happening, Canadians are finally at that breaking point. The government poked the bear. You woke us up. You've gone too far. That's what this is about. The government has overstepped. Yeah, we need government. Yeah, we need somebody to make the final decisions. We need health inspectors. We need... You know, all all of this. But we need to reel some of this back in a little bit here. We can't keep putting restaurants out of business. We we can't keep putting movie theaters out of business. We, we, We can't keep putting truckers out of business. We can't keep putting farmers out of business. If you look at Canada as a business... A business has to sell something, has to provide some sort of service that people want to buy. We're an oil-rich country and we're shutting down our oil. We're not even going to sell that and pay off some of our debt? No, because we don't want people to have that because it doesn't burn clean. So let's just throw dirt on top of it and ignore it. Why is nobody proposing some sort of transition? I'm sorry, windmills don't work. Solar doesn't work. You know, it works hydro. A little turbine in the water. Do we not have a shit ton of water in this country? I think we do. We can't find a way to source that? I don't know. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. But you know what? I'm also optimistic. I'm optimistic because I see people actually starting to stand up and fight a little bit. And you can agree with it. You can call them Karens. You can call it whatever you want. I just, you know, look, the name calling and the mudslinging, that's not healthy for anyone. That's got to stop. And it starts, it starts with the decisions that you and I make every single day. For me, I choose to put something positive on my social media and on this show every single day. That's, that's, my, that's, that's the role I'm, I'm choosing to play in this. That's... that's Whatever leadership skills I have, that's me putting them into play. That's how I can lead. It's all I can do. But to hear that the prime minister is, A, refusing to meet with one of the biggest protests. The right to protest is, I mean, that's 
that's what a democracy is. Holding our elected officials to account. They rep- they don't, we don't work for them. They work for you and me. Their whole job is listen to what your, it's why you have an MP. They represent your riding, your neighborhood, your city. They are there. They are paid to listen to you and your concerns and your wants and your desires. And they are to figure out what the best course of action is for this and take your opinions and your voices to the legislature, to City Hall, to the House of Commons, and say, I'm sorry, the people in my constituency, the people who elected me, don't want this. They do want this. And they hammer it out, and they negotiate. And we try and find that middle ground, but we're not there. We're so far past there. Now we're at a point where I don't care what you want in my constituency. My prime minister, my party leader says, this is the way it's going to be. So to hell with what you have to say. No, that's wrong. That's not at all how this country is built. It's not how we function. These people have every right to hold their government to account. And if they're coming from B.C. and places even further than that because they're that angry, the prime minister owes it to them to at least sit down with one representative for an hour and listen. Prime minister doesn't have to agree with them, doesn't have to promise anything, but to just say, you know what? No, I'm not even going to be in town for this. Mm-mm. They're coming for me. Mm-mm. They want to talk to me. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, there's even rumors out there, and I'm hearing it from several places. And when there's smoke, there's fire that he's going to sneak out of here tomorrow and go on vacation. And what kills me is there's people defending that. Well, I wouldn't want to deal with them either. He doesn't have to put up with that shit. Yes. Yes, he does. That's his job. It's the very definition of his job. And if he was on a pre-scheduled vacation, if he was already there long before this whole thing got rolling, if he was already on some island somewhere, because look, yes, he's entitled to a vacation. Am I not entitled to a vacation? I can't afford one. The furthest south I could probably afford to go, Barhaven maybe? I'm not even joking. But to see that this is coming and that people want to hold you to account and you say, yeah, no, hmm, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, those places are looking pretty good right now. Think I'll go there for the weekend. Come on. Come on, I've seen enough of this. I've seen enough. I have no appetite for it anymore. You know what? Meet with them for an hour. And then you want to go to Costa Rica, Barbados, Barhaven. I don't care. But to just ignore it and and then call them names? Then we've got a city councilor who's calling them names as well. Come on. And the only reason I'm going to you know, say that it's acceptable for a city councilor to even weigh in on this is because 
At the end of the day, we are a city that our police department, our public works department, our infrastructure is all going to be affected by this. So, yes, our city officials certainly do have every reason to want to weigh in and offer an opinion. But the name calling. That's what I'm done with. That's what I'm done with. And it happens in my inbox. I get called names because Lowell's not on the air on time. People request songs and can't even say please. How much more of that am I supposed to take? And that's that's just me as an example. Think think of a restauranter. Think of think of any business owner, construction worker, home renovator, real estate agent. High school teacher, principal, bus driver, fast food worker, grocery store worker, receptionist, accountant. How much more of that kind of abuse are we supposed to take from people? We got to get back to finding a place to respect each other. We're never we're never going to agree on everything. It's just not going to happen. We we all accept that. But me cutting you off in the parking lot, me racing you to the red light, me calling you this, calling you that, and vice versa, that that doesn't get us anywhere good. It just doesn't, and it's going to stop. Anyway, let me just say this about that. Um, Can I give you some good news? Changing gears. Uh, The extreme cold warning for Ottawa has ended. Uh, it's still quite cold, though. It is minus 21 currently. The windshield feels like minus 27, but we're going to get to minus 7 today. All right. So, yeah, we're going to climb about 14 degrees in the next little bit. Chance of flurries, much, much, much better tonight, minus 12. Now, don't get too excited <laughs> because uh, tomorrow, a colder day, sunshine, few flurries, minus 14, and then another damn cold night down to minus 25. Uh, but... Groundhog Day is Wednesday, so we're talking February. We're getting closer and closer. The days are getting longer. February 2nd, a forecast of plus one. I love it. I love it. By the way, are you hearing my phone buzzing through the system? I wish I could figure out a way to make that not happen. Anyway, good morning. That's enough ranting. That's enough shitting on things and people. Um, I, my only ask today is... Could you make a choice to do three nice things for someone, a stranger? That's my ask. Three nice things. Could be as little as saying please. Could be as little as saying thank you. Could be as little as I really appreciate you working here today. Thank you. Could be as little as no, you go ahead in traffic. Just something. We, 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 we fell off of the right path so quickly and so easily. I know it's going to take longer to get back on it, but damn it, we got to try. we got to start somewhere. 